Armed American Radio listeners, today's Armed American Radio's recorded version of the national radio broadcast, the Armed American Radio podcast, is being brought to you today and every day by North American Arms. Make sure to visit NorthAmericanArms.com for the finest mini revolvers on planet Earth. NorthAmericanArms.com. Enjoy the show. is Armed American Radio. If they want to take my guns, they're going to have to bring a station wagon and a whole lot of friends because I'm not giving them anything. From the Car Firearms Group Studio. On the Sig Sauer Platinum Microphone. Mark, we know they want to take our guns, and now we're going to make them eat it. Freedom might be an uphill battle sometimes, but freedom will always prevail. Proudly presented to you by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. Here is your host of Armed American Radio, the loudest conservative voice in America fighting for your rights, Mark Walters. 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 Radio Ranch Studios after spending the better part of a week out in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona. Welcome inside the Car Firearms Group Studios on this Sig Sauer Platinum and very powerful microphone, all of it being brought to you today and every day by X Insurance. Greg in Dallas, Texas, how are you today? Please tell people how to watch this in high definition on their television set, and then we'll get right over to Mr. Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation, my brother. Uh, sure thing. Just head on over to armedamericanradio.org. Top right-hand corner, you're going to see three little hash marks. Just give those a click, and when that window opens up, select that Watch Live option. If you're doing something important like driving, let's not watch and drive at the same time. So click that Listen Live link right above Watch Live. When you do that, you'll see two subsequent links. One's going to be for the Monday through Friday Daily Defense broadcast, and the other is for this program right here, the Sunday MonsterCast. If you missed a program of either of these two broadcasts, we'll head on over to the podcast link right above Listen Live and get caught up wherever you may have missed. Uh, And if you'd like to support us while you're out and about, head on down to your shop link at the bottom of all of these links and pick you something nice up over there. And lastly, if you'd like to join our live chat, Head on over to your app store, grab the Telegram messaging app, create your profile, and search for Armed American Radio Conversations. And that'll get it done. Thank you, Greg, in Dallas, Texas, down at the network. We appreciate it. Let's go right to the phones. Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. How are you, my friends? Great to have you here this week again, Alan. Welcome inside, brother. Oh, thank you. Good to be with you, Mark. I'm sorry I wasn't with you in Arizona last week. It was a beautiful week there. It, well, I can I can say that firsthand. It most absolutely certainly was. Alan, we've got a lot to cover, but I'm going to take you in a direction today that we're going to talk about some court cases. But I want to start with this. And this is something that I generally don't talk with you about, but you'll see where I'm going here in Chicago this weekend. As of 8 a.m. today, and this number is higher than you and I are, are mentioning right now, but 11 people were killed. Twenty seven people were wounded in Chicago this weekend as of 8 a.m. today. That number will likely update while we're live today. April to date in Chicago, Alan, 31 people shot and killed, 142 people total shot, 111 wounded. Year to date, 687 people shot in Chicago, wounded 537, killed 150. Now, Alan, the reason I mentioned that to get started with you today is because, as you are well aware, the media is in a quote-unquote mass shooting definition frenzy with what happened in Louisville and then another shooting in Louisville, which I'm going to submit to you likely wouldn't have even made news if it weren't for the bank shooting because of the numbers I just gave you in Chicago that we heard nothing about. 
and of course what happened in Alabama. Now, I don't know a lot about those two individual shootings. I have not been able to find out if it's gang-related violence. Generally speaking, when it's under those uh, you know, those conditions, it usually winds up being some type of targeted shooting. But, Alan, the media is on this mass shooting frenzy. There's four or five different definitions. The big Democrat cities where the crime is exploding gets no coverage, but, boy, they'll jump all over this mass shooting. And dare I say, their coverage is effective, is it not? Yeah. Unfortunately, that is the case. You know, we all know about Chicago, and we know because it's a Democratic-run city and a Democratic-controlled state, uh, you know, a Democratic-controlled White House, nobody really talks about it. Nobody tries to even solve the problems. It's like they don't care. And when they do try to say something about it, all they want to do is bring the gun, not the people committing the crimes. There was a good opening question you gave me there, but there's one other thing that's missing. Yesterday, while we had a mass shooting in the United States, there was also one in Mexico where seven people were killed at a resort, uh, and one was one was a young child. But you don't hear that any screams about that either, because Mexico pretty much has a ban on guns, and so you don't hear you don't hear about it because it doesn't push their agenda. Alan, there are more mass shootings in Mexico on a daily basis that don't make news in the United States because and it's all cartel. For the most part, it's cartel related violence. Cancun is suffering a number of shootings right now. Some of that, you know, some of the larger mass casualty events in Mexico are, in fact, making news because it's spring break. It's a tourist destination. Why Americans still go down there is beyond me. That's fodder for another radio program, I guess. But nonetheless, those do make news from time to time but not like they do in the United States. They don't make the same assessments. They don't make the same correlation. They don't blame the same things. In fact, they blame the United States for proliferation of guns in Mexico instead of blaming Mexican cartel drug and gun violence in Mexico for what's actually causing it. Alan, the reason I I started out that way is because I want to take you to a CNN opinion piece that popped. uh, Let me get the exact time. It popped on the 14th two days ago. And in that opinion piece by Max Burns, that's who wrote the piece for CNN, signs that we've finally reached a tipping point on guns. Take a listen to some of this. For the second time in as many weeks, an American community is grieving after a mass shooting. Five shattered families in Louisville now join the six still mourning their loved ones in Nashville. As gun violence proliferates to the point that most American families have have been affected by a gun-related incident, I would debate that the political armor that once protected firearms might finally be cracking in past decades. Republicans and deep pocketed pro gun lobby groups like the NRA could bully Democrats into silence with their cash and clout. Now the political landscape has started to shift, altered, no doubt, by rising child gun deaths, which is a link, and the pervasiveness of mass shootings in our society. Now, I'll I'll continue on this column Later in the broadcast, ladies and gentlemen, there's a lot of meeting here. But, Alan, just those two opening paragraphs leave a ton to be debated. Rising child gun deaths. Those numbers include 19 to 20 year olds. And if you remove those, as we know, in the CDC's own numbers, those numbers flip. That's not true. And, of course, the pervasiveness of mass shootings. Alan, their definition of mass shooting is changing by the day to fit their own agenda, is it not? 
Well, Mark, it is. But quite frankly, I think we're all sick and tired of any kind of shootings, mass shootings or otherwise. We, you know, we have a society right now that has like no respect for human life at all. Uh, you know, the value system in our country is upside down. Uh, mental health problems that aren't being solved or treated are, are you know, skyrocketing. Uh, you know, you've got, you know, lots of things contributing to these factors, a lot of social, economic reasons why. You know, you have an economy that's in the tank, and every time the economy tanks, violent crime goes up as well. Uh, you know, there's a whole lot of reasons here why this is happening right now that none of these liberal politicians want to talk about, period. Uh, you, know, you know, so, I mean, but, but again, you know, non-liberals are also sick and tired of gun violence, but, but we have a different approach to it. You know, we have a society out there that's violent. A lot of these crimes are committed by people who you don't even know anymore that just break into your home or, or cast you on the street. Uh, that's why lots of people are going out and buying guns. That's why lots of people are getting permits to carry or carrying firearms in states where you now can carry without a permit, you know, uh, or getting, you know, more training. Uh, there's, you know, there's, there's three different ways to fight crime. Democrats' way is that these people commit a gun crime, they go into court, and they're let out without bail, and then, and then they're back on the street again to commit another crime, even with a gun, you know, rather than uh, solve the problem. And because those people are out on the streets, more people are going out and buying guns. Uh, you know, to protect themselves and their family members and their property. So we, we have a society right now that's in chaos, uh, and nobody wants to talk about the underlying problems, why, we ha- why we're in the situations we're in. Alan, I'm glad you mentioned that. That's exactly where I wanted to go with you. Great minds think alike. I'm, I'm proud to say that I was going right down the path that you were going with. That makes me feel good to know that you were going down there as well. Here's why I say that. Why don't the media want to talk about those underlying problems that we all know exist. And ladies and gentlemen, the fact that we all know it exists is evidenced by what Alan just said. More people are buying firearms today than ever before, including the demographics that the left doesn't want you to know about. That being black Americans, minorities in general, and in particular, black women. So that seems to fly in the face. And I guess I'm answering my own question and I'm going to ask, a, I guess, a rhetorical question. But why won't they discuss that when that's the underlying root cause? When we look at numbers, they ignore through lies of omission what we just talked about in Chicago. And that's just picking on Chicago, Alan. I could go into every other Democrat city and find numbers up over 100 percent. But they won't discuss it. If they're really honest about what they want to solve, why won't they do it? Well, I think we're looking at is politics. We're looking at you know the politics of people control, the politics of big government, uh, the, the, the politics of having less individual freedom, and it doesn't fit that narrative. And so that's why they're not talking about it at all. Uh, you know, we have a lot of institutions in this country now that are controlled by the by the far left. The Democratic Party is controlled by the far left. You have George Soros, you know, buying. You know, district attorneys that won't prosecute violent criminals, uh, you know, and to the tune of tens of millions of dollars a year he's spending. You, you, you've got all kinds of problems like that, and, and they're just going to ignore it because it's not their agenda. Uh, Alan Gottlieb, we'll leave it right there. When we come back, more to cover with Mr. Gottlieb. We'll talk about some court cases, what's pending, and what we can look forward to. In, ladies and gentlemen, what is an onslaught, really, of some of the worst media attacks against gun owners I've ever seen in my entire career doing this. We'll come back with Mr. Gottlieb right after the break. Mm-hmm. 
Sig Sauer is the manufacturer of the game-changing P365 high-capacity micro-compact. This revolutionary new concealed carry pistol gives you more capacity, concealability, and capability. The award-winning Sig Sauer P365 redefines the category and has become the most desired handgun on the market today. Holding up to 17 plus one rounds, its ergonomic design makes it more shootable with a clean, crisp trigger pull you'd expect from Sig Sauer. The Sig P365, America's number one selling handgun for a reason. Visit SigSauer.com. It's well known that we live in a world where even good police officers can become targets for frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide liability insurance for police officers to eliminate your exposure and to protect you. We're the very best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions, so call us today or have your insurance agent call us. But call today, and let's get that target off your back. For more information, visit xinsurance.com. That's xinsurance.com. The long-awaited Sig Sauer P365 chambered in 380 is finally here. The new softer shooting, easier handling micro-compact option for everyday carry. With an identical grip module and slide with a 9mm, it'll fit all existing P365 holsters. The P365 380 is the most durable 380 micro-compact pistol on the market. Standard with Sig-like night sights and an optic cut, plus two 10-round magazines and a mag loader. The P365 380 is the ultimate micro-compact carry pistol, and you can find details at SigSauer.com for the new P365 380. Defender Coffee was created by Patriots for Patriots. It's coffee for Americans devoted to defending the Second Amendment. It's coffee for Americans who understand that if you don't fight for your freedom, you lose it. That's why Defender Coffee donates profits to gun rights organizations that fight to defend the Second Amendment. When you drink Defender Coffee, every single cup defends your right to keep and bear arms. Visit DefenderCoffee.com today and get free shipping when you join the coffee club. DefenderCoffee.com. The revolutionary Crossbreed Super Tuck holster is the most comfortable and concealable inside the waistband holster you'll ever wear. And nothing even comes close. Designed to completely conceal a firearm of any size and made to be worn with any attire from shorts and a t-shirt to a suit and a tie. Based on your personal carry style, the Super Tuck may be worn comfortably with or without your shirt tucked in. Find out why the Crossbreed Super Tuck is the most often imitated but never duplicated holster design in the world. Visit CrossbreedHolsters.com today. At Daniel Defense, we do things a little differently. First of all, every one of our products, from top to bottom, is made right here in America with pride. So much pride, in fact, that we don't sell factory seconds. No, if we make a mistake, we scrap it and start over. We're not finished until it's made right. And that commitment to quality doesn't end once a product is out the door. Whether you're the first owner or the last, if anything goes wrong with your Daniel, we'll make it right. Because that's the right thing to do. Daniel Defense. Freedom. Passion. Precision. The Second Amendment Foundation has grown into what many believe to be the most important gun rights organization in America. With hundreds of thousands of active members, it is the Second Amendment Foundation defending your rights in courtrooms across the nation. Winning these battles in local jurisdictions all the way to the Supreme Court requires tireless effort and help from you. Please help the Second Amendment Foundation defend your freedoms by joining or donating today at saf.org. Join us at saf.org. Thank you. The North American Arms 32 NAA Guardian Pistol, designed in partnership with Convoy Ammunition. The 32 NAA fires a cartridge based on the 380 case, but neck down to hold the smaller 32 bullet. The result is a remarkable gain in ballistic performance that produces more velocity, energy, and stopping power than any conventional 32 ACP, 380 ACP, or 380 ACP plus P. The 32 NAA from North American Arms. For more information, please visit NorthAmericanArms.com. That's NorthAmericanArms.com. 
Daniel Defense firearms are guaranteed for life, trusted worldwide, and designed, engineered, and manufactured right here in America. Daniel Defense, freedom, passion, precision. Uh, indeed, freedom, passion, and precision, something the Democrats don't know anything about. And I'm holding up a Daniel Defense pen. If you guys were listening last week at all, you knew my pen blew up on me and covered my hands in ink while I was on camera. And I switched over this Daniel Defense pen. And like their rifles, their pen is doing me great. It's typical for Daniel Defense, anything they put out. Did you get on the email list yet for those custom builds? Do so. Visit DanielDefense.com, and you can thank them and Ledslingers if you're watching us on your devices in high definition. Let's get back to Mr. Alan Gottlieb in the Car Firearms Group Studios on the SIG mic brought to you by X-Insurance. Alan, welcome back. I want to juxtapose that before I move on quickly, that CNN, just the brief portion that I covered with you with a Yahoo News piece. And I want you to take a listen to these two headlines. The CNN headline is opinion, signs that we finally reached a tipping point on guns. Now I'm going to switch over to a liberal by the name of Erica D. Smith over at Yahoo News. Column, Trump and the NRA might be right about guns, and we mostly have ourselves to blame. And she goes on to talk about being there and covering the NRA convention. And she said, why would I believe? And I quote, because far from losing, the NRA seems to be winning. In fact, it might already have won. Polls be damned. Why would I believe such a thing? It's not because of the nonsense I heard from Chief Executive Wayne LaPierre, and I moved down the column a bit, nor is it because his former Vice President Mike Pence told the NRA faithful freedom is under attack. I believe it because of what I've seen and heard in liberal California over the past few years and how it is similar to what I saw and heard at the NRA convention in the conservative state of Indiana. Consider that the past three years have been the most profitable in modern history for gun manufacturers, even as the country has been plagued by what mass shooting after mass shooting. And she goes on to describe the numbers that you and I were just talking about coming from the National Shooting Sports Foundation, et cetera. So, Alan, this tells me it's what you believe is really based on who and what you're watching, reading and listening to, is it not? Oh, yeah. And, of course, everybody tries to spin the news their way. Uh, and, unfortunately, the legacy news media has more outlets than, uh, you know, the, the freedom press, does, so to speak. Uh, and so there's more that goes out negative to firearms than goes out that's positive. But, again, you know, people are voting both with their dollars by buying firearms and with their feet by moving from states like New York and Illinois and California you know, to states like, you know, Arizona and Texas and Florida. And that migration is well underway, ladies and gentlemen. It is happening in your lifetime as we speak, hence why those numbers in Florida have flipped as they have. I, I don't have time to go into that now, but I'm hopeful the same thing happens in Arizona. And again, I saw evidence of that this past week. Alan, let's move over to uh, a essay. If I, we may have covered this, but I want to go back into this briefly because this case has been going on since 2017. And this is the Weiss v. Bonta case. SAF and partners filed a memo supporting motion for uh, summary judgment in that California mag ban case. Is there any movement on that since we spoke about that last? I'm uh, forgetting when we spoke about it last, but the case is on, is progressing in court. The you know, lower court ruled our way on it, uh, and so it's, it's moving up the chain now. Uh, eventually, we'll probably get to an in bank panel on the Ninth Circuit, and hopefully, eventually, to the Supreme Court. Uh, and uh, I'm having a hard time tracking which of the cases are because you said, you know, V. Bonta. Well, the Second Amendment Foundation has 17 cases filed in California, and almost <laughs> all of them uh, end with V versus Bonta, the Attorney General. And in fact, we're filing another one next week, which I can't talk about yet because I always promise the attorneys 
They don't talk about it until it's actually filed. It could be a very important breaking news case, you know, next week being filed, and it'll also be Vibanta. Yeah, the the Vibanta case. What are there? You said seventeen now, uh, soon to well, be an eighteenth. I won't ask you about that one, but yeah, eight, eighteen in just the state of California alone challenging their laws. Uh, but not all of them are against Vanta. Uh, some of them are, are have other lead defendants' names, but most of them are Vanta v. Vanta cases because he's the attorney general, and that's who we have to sue. Gotcha. Okay, let's move over to a release that came out three days ago. And I think yeah, three or four days ago. And this is about reaction to the Minnesota court ruling showing anti-gunners want gun ban. And I'm going to quote you. Every town, Brady and the Giffords group all claim to support background checks and training. Yet they want to keep young adults who have training and can pass background checks from having guns. This is hypocritical dishonesty. Their alleged concerns are unfounded, and they know it. Two years ago in Kansas, lawmakers overrode Laura Kelly's veto of HB 2058, which created a special concealed carry permit for young adults with training and background check requirements. So far, there have been no issues. In Montana, you continued, the age of majority has been 18 since the state constitutional change in 78. There have been no issues in Big Sky Country as a result either. And you go on to talk about what those experiences prove is that the gun prohibition lobby has a head in the sand approach and they want us to bury our heads to recent history. Of course they do. And of course, they'll use the power of their media with the lie of omission and everything else. But they're pulling their heads out of their out of, I have to be very careful here. <laughs> they're not real pleased with the advancement of the case in Minnesota. Where do we stand on that now? I'll leave it at that. Well, the state of Minnesota is appealing the, the, the judge's ruling, um, and any day now, some more information should come out. If we're a, a preliminary injunction, will stand uh, or or not stand while the state appeals it or not. Uh, but I feel really good about it, uh, and eventually this case is a dead-bang winner, in my opinion, and probably will also end up in the U.S. Supreme Court. But, but, but the point of the release, Mark, was like – you know, the antagonists try to claim to be they're, they're moderate, they're reasonable, they only want comments on gun control. People should have training and permits. But here's where they can disenfranchise people from getting training and permits, and they're more than happy to do it. The hypocrisy is just rank. Yeah, well, their hypocrisy requires a napkin when you read it because it drips. Alan, I, I want to bounce something off of you. Um, you and I have talked about this in the past privately, and we may have discussed it somewhat publicly as well. But when you see, for example, the headline in CNN, oh, because these are people just living in the bubble, believing their own media, believing what they write, believing their bubble, et cetera. And you've clearly got liberals on the outside of that bubble that were just in Indianapolis at the NRA convention that see it differently. And maybe that's because they were there and there was a lot of rah-rah and they were being overwhelmed with pro-gun news like we get overrun and overwhelmed with anti-gun news. Maybe they feel the same way we do that, wow, it looks like this other side is in fact winning. I will tell you this, as you know, and please, if you disagree with me, please do. But the media is getting more and more vocal about mass shooting numbers and using numbers that are far out. I mean, you can go back and look at some of these. The liberal outlets say there's been 145 or 150 mass shootings in the United States since January 1. FBI's got it at four or six. And they're all, the numbers are all over the board. At what point are the anti-gunners, because they're continuing to push these numbers, and now everything is a mass shooting, at what point are they going to eventually say, you know what, it's handguns that are the problem, because if we really look at these numbers, it is, in fact, 
handgun crime by criminals in Democrat-run cities that are driving the very numbers that we're pushing now as mass shootings. Will they ever get to that point? And I think last week you said no. I'm hopeful that they might, based on this type of reporting I'm seeing. You've got about 20 seconds. I want to give you a little bit of quick history. You know, back I've been doing this for 50 years now. Back, you know, 20, 30 years ago, it was they were they didn't realize those handguns that were being used, and that they wanted to ban handguns. But they realized mm-hmm. there's no vote; they, they can't ban handguns. They don't have enough vote to do it. So hence, they go to, to the so-called assault weapons and mass shootings. It's just changing the language. So it's what they're it's what they're good at flipping the script, flipping the narrative. Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. Thank you, sir, for everything that you do and taking time out of your weekends to spend some of that time with us. Armed American Radio will be back with A.W.R. Hawkins from Breitbart, who is in Indianapolis. Don't go away. long-awaited six-hour P365 chambered in 380 is finally here. The new softer shooting, easier handling micro-compact option for everyday carry. With an identical grip module and slide with a 9mm, it'll fit all existing P365 holsters. The P365 380 is the most durable 380 micro-compact pistol on the market. Standard with SIG-like night sights and an optic cut, plus two 10-round magazines and a mag loader. The P365 380 is the ultimate micro-compact carry pistol, and you can find details at sighour.com for the new P365 380. The North American Arms 32 NAA Guardian Pistol, designed in partnership with Convoy Ammunition. The 32 NAA fires a cartridge based on the 380 case, but neck down to hold the smaller 32 bullet. The result is a remarkable gain in ballistic performance that produces more velocity, energy, and stopping power than any conventional 32 ACP, 380 ACP, or 380 ACP plus P. The 32 NAA from North American Arms. For more information, please visit NorthAmericanArms.com. That's NorthAmericanArms.com. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to announce my new product, My Slippers. It took me over two years to develop because I didn't want just an ordinary slipper. My Slippers are meant to be worn all day long, no matter what you're doing, whether you're inside or outside. My Slippers come with an exclusive three-tier cushioning system that you won't find in any other slipper. It combines two layers of foam, including my proprietary My Pillow foam and a patented impact shell made from U.S. soybeans. My three-tier cushioning system is going to help relieve pressure points, provide that micro support you need for all day comfort and help prevent fatigue. Not only that, my slippers are made with high quality leather and a premium indoor outdoor sole that make them extremely durable. I personally guarantee they're going to be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. Hey, it's Mark and you know Mike supports the right to keep in bare arms and we support Mike. Please visit MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener specials box and use promo code AAR for all of Mike's great discounts or call 800-978-9358 and remember use promo code AAR. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012.
If you or someone you care about has been thinking about getting their permit to carry a firearm, there's never been a better time than now. Even if you've had your permit to carry for years, keep in mind that gun laws change regularly and not knowing the current laws can be catastrophic. Legal Heat is one of the nation's largest concealed carry training companies. If you're looking to obtain your carry permit for the first time, take a gun law refresher course or take a handgun 101 course, visit LegalHeat.com. They operate in every major city in the United States and will have a number of classes near you. Use promo code AAR to save on a class today. That's LegalHeat.com. Promo code AAR. At Daniel Defense, we do things a little differently. First of all, every one of our products, from top to bottom, is made right here in America with pride. So much pride, in fact, that we don't sell factory seconds. No, if we make a mistake, we scrap it and start over. We're not finished until it's made right. And that commitment to quality doesn't end once a product is out the door. Whether you're the first owner or the last, if anything goes wrong with your Daniel, we'll make it right. Because that's the right thing to do. Daniel Defense. Freedom. Passion. Precision. of Reason on KQAM, Wichita's Big Talker, and you're tuned into the Armed American Radio Network. Now let's get back to the man himself, Mark Walters. Uh, welcome back inside Armed American Radio's Car Firearms Group Studios today on the AAR Monster Cast here on this very powerful six-hour microphone. All of it brought to you today and every day by X Insurance. If you're watching the videos, you can thank Daniel Defense and Lead Slingers, and make sure to support all of our partners. You can find them all at armedamericanradio.com, including North American Arms including Heaven's Harvest, including Crossbreed Holsters, including Defender Coffee and My Pillow. Use that AAR promo code and the rest. They're all there for you at armedamericanradio.com. Let's go to Dr. A.W.R. Hawkins. Dr. Hawkins, Breitbart News. Welcome in, brother. Always a pleasure to have you, my friend. Great to be with you, buddy. Hey, man. So, uh, you know, I kind of let the cat out of the bag the other day, and, and I let people know on the Daily Defense that you had to uh, quickly get up to the NRA convention in Indianapolis. You had an opportunity to meet with some heavy hitters, and I want to talk a little bit about that, those heavy hitters being Christy Nome. You also met with Mike Pence. But bigger than that is you had an opportunity to meet and discuss uh, with President Trump while you were up in Indianapolis. So tell us a little bit about the NRA convention, the conversations that occurred, how you feel going forward after the convention what the convention was was like you've been to many of them was this one any different let's let's go there take it away well if i'll be honest with you i went to it not knowing what to think and uh there's been so much hostility did we uh, drop aw uh, there he is we got you back I uh, we lost uh, you where there's been so much hostility you toward toward Lapierre still being in power, but right. I got there. There was a huge crowd, and uh, the energy was unbelievable. So, th- 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 you did not expect it because I I wouldn't have expected that either. I saw photographs. It looks like the arena was packed to the brim. Did I see that correctly? Hundred percent, hundred percent packed and full of energy and. Uh, but not just that, the floor, you know, where you walk and you go from gunmaker to gunmaker, that floor was packed out. People everywhere. Daniel Defense's booth, Daniel Defense's booth was just a, like, uh, 
tra- it was like the heaviest traffic in the biggest city. Sig Sire was the same way. Sig Sire had a massive booth. I squeezed in there and talked to Tom Taylor and some other guys for a while, and they were busy the whole time. It was just, you know, I went to Henry Rifle. They were slammed. I, I went everywhere. I, I regret that I didn't get to crossbreed. That's because Carol had an appointment at the time I had to be with, I mean, had an appointment up till the time I was with Trump. So I didn't get to go to Crossbreed to visit with them, but I know they would have been slammed as well. Yeah, I've heard that from just about everybody. And uh, it, real quick, before I move forward, how was LaPierre's reception there? I can't tell you because I had to get out of the room and go through screening with the Secret Service because gotcha. I met. I met Trump off-site, uh, and we I had to get screened and then wait in a secure uh, room in a certain building for him. And so I wasn't in there when LaPierre was in there. Okay, fair enough. I, I haven't spoken to anybody that—I haven't asked anybody else that question. I was curious. Uh, I'm, I'm going to assume in a packed house it was probably— a very friendly reception. I'm certain about that. So one quick question, one more question about the NRA convention. How did this compare size-wise to previous years? Did it look to you like it's going to be an at capacity? It's going to be that typical eighty-five to 90,000 people that were there? Let me answer by saying this. I, I walked a corner of it. Sig and Daniel Defense were close. Colts worked with a lot was close. Uh, I didn't get to go to Double Tap, which I wanted to. I didn't get to go as a fifth crossbreed. I, I, I went to Munnelsburg. I, I just cut through one corner of it. That corner was freaking packed. Well, but, that's good to uh, know. But I was only there, Mark, I was only in there on that floor for four hours. So that yeah. I, didn't get a, I didn't get my usual three days on the floor, corner to corner, wall to wall. All right. So tell me about meeting Trump. I saw Trump's speech. He got a great reception. It's, you know, obviously he's campaigning now. So I saw a little bit more of campaign speech than I would have. When you spoke to him, how did he feel? Uh, what did he say to you about the state of the Second Amendment? What does he think going forward? Whatever else you whatever you can tell us, tell us about your conversation with Donald Trump. You're super relaxed. And uh, I mean, super relaxed. He looked great. He was energetic. And uh I told him, I just said, sir, listen, uh, when we wrapped up our, our time, I just said, I will be uh, riding on you all the way through this, riding your uh, approach to the Second Amendment, your defense of the Second Amendment, so on and so forth. And he just looked at me with that grin of his. He goes, I won't let you down. And I, <laughs> I, I just said, sir, I know you won't. I know you won't. And uh, But that was, he was just so... Uh, he was just energetic. I told my wife that uh, I didn't want him to leave the room because the secure room only had myself, one other Breitbart person in it, and then the Secret Service and Trump. That's it. And when he walked in that room, he he filled it up. It was just, just when he walked in, he brought it with him. And when he left, you could feel it. I didn't want him to leave, but, you know, it doesn't work my way. I'm just curious, how much time did you get with him? We were with him about 20 to 25 minutes. Oh, so you had you had a, a decent amount of time with him. Well, let me say this uh, to to listeners who may not. You know, I, I was privy to see a photograph, and I got to tell you, you looked good. You looked good in the jacket, the tie, and those pants, man. 
I, you, at some oh, point in time, you're going to have to tell me where you got that pair of pants because, boy, you were looking sharp, Dud. You looked uh, great. AWR had it going I, on, man. <laughs> if I tell you all my secrets, then, you know, I don't, I don't have anything to keep from you. I can't tell you everything. <laughs> Let's move on to Christy Nome and Mike Pence. Mike Pence got booed when he was there. I, I heard it, saw it. Uh, I, I, you know, in here he comes from Indiana, former vice president. Uh, you know, he hasn't announced he's going to run against Trump. I, I'm just curious if when you had an opportunity to meet him, did you reach in and tell him that Mark Walters thinks he's a rhino? I'm just asking for a friend. Well, let me just say with Pence, uh, another Breitbart person was really talking to him. So I don't think I should talk about what he said for that reason. Uh, don't want you to. I, but I will say that... Uh, I mean, he was a decent human, and I mean that. Like, I was depressed by how decent he was. I share some of your concerns, though. Uh, and uh, I don't know. I don't know his. I don't know his plan, and that was discussed. But even after that discussion, I don't know. Uh, so we'll see what happens. I think the NRA's reception or lack thereof of him. I think that may be pretty telling. Yeah, that's indicative of things to come, no doubt. Uh, and of course, Donald Trump's reaction versus Pence's reaction says an awful lot as well. And him being from Indiana, that, you know, that's got to tell him something. Christy Nome, you've met with Christy Nome before many times. I'm, I'm well aware of that. I've been in venues with you when you met with Christy. How did that conversation go? Because she's a great interview. Uh, Christy, uh, we we just basically took a photo together. We didn't do any interview. Okay. Well, I can't and, blame you for taking but, a photograph of Christy. No. I will tell you this. True story. And she and I have been together. As you said, we've been together a number of times. What we did discuss is that we're going to go hunting together in South Dakota. So that'll be happening sooner rather than later. And I hope it means I'm going to be knocking some pheasants out of the sky because I enjoy that. You know, you'll enjoy it a lot more with Christy Nome, Governor Nome, no question about it. I, you know, her and uh, DeSantis, in my estimation, are the two best governors in the United States of America right now, no doubt. And I stand by that statement. We've got one more segment with the great A.W.R. Hawkins from Breitbart News. When we come back, I want to talk with you with him a little bit about what well, we'll go to Stephen King, because Stephen King is an idiot who ought to just stick to writing to books. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about the Alabama shooting. That is unfolding right now as we speak. Maybe a little bit more about Louisville. Maybe A.W.R. Hawkins has more information about this than I do. We'll pick his brains on live radio here. We'll be back after the break. Four minutes from now, don't go away. We've got one more segment with A.W.R. Hawkins from Breitbart News. We'll see you in just a few minutes. Daniel Defense, we do things a little differently. First of all, every one of our products from top to bottom is made right here in America with pride. So much pride, in fact, that we don't sell factory seconds. No, if we make a mistake, we scrap it and start over. We're not finished until it's made right. And that commitment to quality doesn't end once a product is out the door. Whether you're the first owner or the last, if anything goes wrong with your Daniel, we'll make it right because that's the right thing to do. Daniel Defense, freedom, passion, precision. 
As a gun owner, have you ever thought about the liability that would come with having to use your weapon in self-defense? Or the liability that would come with having one of your guns stolen or misused? Or perhaps you work in a profession like security or law enforcement that requires you to carry a gun. Regardless, it's well known that responsible gun owners and security professionals across the country have become targets of frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide custom firearm liability insurance to eliminate your exposure and to protect you from unscrupulous lawyers. And if lawsuits do arise, we aggressively fight them. We're the very best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions, so call us today or have your insurance agent call us and we can work with them to fill any gaps in your existing policy. But call today, and let's get that target off your back. For more information, visit xinsurance.com. That's xinsurance.com. If you or someone you care about has been thinking about getting their permit to carry a firearm, there's never been a better time than now. Even if you've had your permit to carry for years, keep in mind that gun laws change regularly and not knowing the current laws can be catastrophic. Legal Heat is one of the nation's largest concealed carry training companies. If you're looking to obtain your carry permit for the first time, take a gun law refresher course or take a handgun 101 course, visit LegalHeat.com. They operate in every major city in the United States and will have a number of classes near you. Use promo code AAR to save on a class today. That's LegalHeat.com. Promo code AAR. Sig Sauer, the largest and most comprehensive firearm manufacturer in the world, also feeds your firearms. Sig Sauer manufactures the ultimate self-defense round, delivering exceptional on-target energy, maximum weight retention, and optimal expansion at all effective distances. Sig Sauer Elite Defense Ammunition is available in all popular calibers and features V-Crown jacketed hollow point projectiles for maximum expansion and weight retention. It's the ultimate defensive ammunition. For more information, visit SigSauer.com today. The long-awaited Sig Sauer P365 chambered in 380 is finally here. The new softer shooting, easier handling micro-compact option for everyday carry. With an identical grip module and slide with a 9mm, it'll fit all existing P365 holsters. The P365 380 is the most durable 380 micro-compact pistol on the market. Standard with Sig like night sights and an optic cut, plus two 10-round magazines and a mag loader. The P365 380 is the ultimate micro-compact carry pistol, and you can find details at SigSauer.com for the new P365 380. At Armed American Radio, we depend on our partners to bring you this broadcast every day. And that's why we've partnered with Fort Worth Armory. Fort Worth Armory searches the world to bring you high-quality, dependable ammo at extremely competitive prices. Proudly partnering with quality importers and manufacturers from friendly nations to bring you reliable ammunition, Fort Worth Armory not only fills your ammo needs, they also help fill your prescription for freedom. Please support the businesses that support Armed American Radio. Visit FortWorthArmory.com today. Car, the 25th anniversary K9 and the venerable P9 in various configurations. Magnum Research, the classic Desert Eagle available in 50, 44, 357, and the new 429 DE calibers. The BFR, biggest, finest revolvers, and the Magnum Light. Auto Ordnance, the classics. Thompson, that's right, the Tommy Gun, the incredible M1 carbine, and the one and only classic 1911. Car Firearms, a family of brands standing for your family's freedom. Mike Gallagher wanting to let you know that the crew of the Desperado Sport Fish in Virginia Beach, Virginia supports Armed American Radio and the Second Amendment, and I'm right there with them. Now back to Mark Walters. Uh, welcome back indeed inside the Car Firearms Group Studios. Mark Walters filling your prescription for freedom. 
today and every day. All of it brought to you by X Insurance. On today's MonsterCast, it is on the Sig Sauer microphone. Welcome back in. Please support all of our partners and make these discussions possible. AWR Hawkins, Breitbart News. Before I go to, let me go to Alabama first. We'll end with that idiot Stephen King. He's not worthy of taking up too much of the time in this segment. What do we know about, and you have a piece up, uh, Dadeville, Alabama, four killed, multiple injured after shots fired at Alabama birthday party. Now, let me just throw this out without, excuse me, knowing a lot of the detail. Here's what I've come to realize over the years. Generally, when it's this type of incident, we find out it's targeted, gang-related, et cetera. Do you know anything? Am I off base on that? Is it a fair guess? What do you know? Well, I think it's probably a fair guess, but I don't know anything. I've been traveling today, and I haven't been able to update myself on that, but there were reports. There was one report I came by that said there was a argument and then shots fired, and so you'll notice uh, at that time when I wrote it, they didn't know if they were looking for a suspect or for suspects. And when you hear that kind of talk from law enforcement, you usually think exactly what you're saying. All right. So now let's go into the media coverage on that briefly, because the media, Alan and I were just talking about that prior to your appearance here today, that the media is just all over the mass shooting now. They're just falling all over it. Everything's a mass shooting now, even by the definitions they use, which are all over the board. I mean, USA Today has its own definition of a mass shooting. The FBI's numbers that have been used for decades be damned. I mean, these media outlets are just making up their own stuff. So now it's it's because it happened in Louisville a second time. That's a shooting, I promise you. Had we not had the actual workplace disgruntled employee walk into the bank, they wouldn't have even, we wouldn't even see that shooting reported, I would bet you, because it's just another run-of-the-mill, Democrat-run city where gang violence is running amok. Do we know anything additional about that Louisville shooting? Very, a lot of similarities to the reporting to Alabama, but it's now mass shooting again. What do we know about uh, that? The Louisville shooting, you know. Oh, you mean the second shooting? The, one the second the shooting, yes. No, I don't know. I didn't chase it, and the reason I didn't chase it I didn't want to give it a wider berth than it had because, as you say, they're just blowing this stuff up, turning a a homicide into a mass shooting, and I just usually don't chase those. Uh, And uh, it's just how it is. I mean, there was a shooting in D.C. last week that was very similar. I didn't chase it. People, I know I had some, at least one person email me, why didn't you write on it? But the problem is if you write on every one of these, you raise them all to the level that the the establishment media wants. So I'm just not going to do that. And I do think the establishment media is crushing themselves with everything's a mass shooting now. So I don't don't think that's why they don't get the reaction they want. People are numb to it because we hear it too much. You buy a Snickers bar, it's a mass shooting. You mean you buy some Cheetos, it's a mass shooting. I mean, you know, if uh, if you go hunting and you kill six doves, it's a mass shooting. Everything's a mass shooting, and when you when everything's a mass shooting, you just get numb to it. And so I think that's what they're doing. They're actually, I think they're actually, uh, it's old cliche, but they're shooting themselves in the foot. Yeah, I don't disagree with you, and I appreciate your position on that. And I can hear listeners saying the same thing on the other side of this microphone because it it's true it's this hysterical reporting as you said everything's a mass shooting i opened up the segment with mr gottlieb going over the numbers in chicago in fact you wrote about it so let's segue there at least 20 shot friday into saturday night in mayor lightfoot chicago every one of those qualifies as a mass shooting at least one or two a weekend and the numbers that i have right now 
are only through 8 a.m. this morning, AWR, yet none of that qualifies as a mass shooting when it happens inside an enclave that doesn't fit their narrative, does it? No, you're 100% correct. Uh, And, you know, I wrote by 10.29 p.m. on Saturday, between the start of Friday through 10.29 p.m. Saturday, you already had 20 shots, and that's an approximation. It could have been 22, 23, but at least 20 shots and four kills. See, I didn't make any news. I mean, it made news at Breitbart because we covered it, but it didn't make any news because mm-hmm. it doesn't fit the narrative. And then you have four killed at the birthday party, and boom, it's wall to wall. And it, it's a good lesson for people because I think your life counts whether you're standing on the sidewalk or at a birthday party. But see, for the left, your life really only counts if it's exploitable. And oh. that's the sad truth. Well said. I'm going to let that stand. Let me update you on Chicago. By the way, I opened up the broadcast and the numbers that I had available to me were 8 8 a.m. this morning. That was the latest update. I've just refreshed my source as of 6 p.m. And we're a couple hours out from that now live. The number is 12 killed, 30 shot. 12 killed, 30 shot. That's as of 6 p.m. this evening. Ladies and gentlemen, those numbers will likely update again for us while we're live on the air today. And if, in fact, they do, we're going to let you know. But, yeah, you're correct. It, unless it's exploitable, that's, that is it, – it's sad, it's pathetic, but it's true. All right, let's move over to that idiot Stephen King. This guy, to me, is like a just a little bit better educated meathead, meaning Rob Reiner. What's he up to now, Stephen King, instead of staying focused on writing horror novels? He wants new safeguards uh, to prevent mass shootings. And fortunately, in his benevolence, he assured us that he doesn't want all guns banned. Uh, that's no, nice. Only some, right? I, <laughs> I don't know who gets to pick which ones we have to ban, but that's where we are. So uh, Stephen King is... Mainly an, Ill- an idiot. He, he he just so happens not only is he an idiot, but works against him. But he also looks like Skeletor. That works against him too. Uh, so yeah, he looks bad. Skeletor. Yeah, he's nasty looking, and he wants to tell me which gun I can and can't own. He looks like a really skinny old Ted Danson, who is skinny and old too, by the way. Let's uh, let's throw something out here from AWR. He he put the tweets out here for us. We'll close out this hour with this from Stephen King. America's Second Amendment rights are being daily refreshed with the blood of children. If you feel the slaughter has gone on long enough, petition your elected representatives. Then he says, very few Americans want guns outlawed. What many Americans want is reasonable safeguards against the homicidal and mentally ill. AWR, the only safeguard I know of that's reasonable against the mentally ill and homicidal mentally ill is my own firearm. Isn't that a true statement? Don't we call people with their own firearms to end the homicidal mentally ill? Oh, yeah. I mean, he just, you know, but that I covered that Michigan senator picked up on what he said, and she thinks he's saying gun storage laws, red flag laws, universal background checks, Mm -hmm. the same, the same noise as always. And, you know, the point, I think you and I talked about it last week after the Louisville shooting. I'll talk about it again, though. No, we talked about it maybe during the day or something. But uh, Chicago has all these laws that the Michigan lawmakers talking about. The universal background check going into effect in 2024. 
They have all these laws, but what do they have? As you say, we have 30 shot, at least 12 dead. These laws don't work. Yeah, they don't work anywhere they're tried in every Democrat state, every Democrat city that has them. It's an utter failure. A.W.R. Hawkins, thank you for being here. We'll close with this. Montana bans TikTok AR-15s. Still okay. Stephen King, stick to writing horror novels, and I don't read them anyway, but go ahead and put your nonsense out. You just give us something else to talk about. A.W.R. Hawkins, Breitbart News, thank you very much. We appreciate everything that you do. Make sure to get home safely. You've had a long weekend. I know that firsthand. When we come back, John Lott will be here. We're going to continue talking to John Lott, and we're going to air out some of his frustrations as the media continues to go off on a frenzy. John Lott for the full hour. Don't go away. We'll be back at six minutes after. You've just filled your prescription for freedom with Mark Walters, presented by X Insurance. X Insurance on the Armed American Radio Network. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to announce my new product, My Slippers. They took me over two years to develop because I didn't want just an ordinary slipper. My Slippers are meant to be worn all day long, no matter what you're doing, whether you're inside or outside. My Slippers come with an exclusive three-tier cushioning system that you won't find in any other slipper. It combines two layers of foam, including my proprietary My Pillow foam and a patented impact shell made from U.S. soybeans. My three tier cushioning system is going to help relieve pressure points, provide that micro support you need for all day comfort, and help prevent fatigue. Not only that, my slippers are made with high quality leather and a premium indoor-outdoor sole that make them extremely durable. I personally guarantee they're going to be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. Hey, it's Mark, and you know Mike supports the right to keep and bear arms, and we support Mike. Please visit MyPillow.com and click on the Radio Listener Specials box and use promo code AAR for all of Mike's great discounts. Or call 800 978 9358 and remember use promo code AAR.